Welcome to the Backseat Fantasy Podcast, featuring your host, Mario. You know, as I sit here looking at my championship belts, I can't help but feel that I'm overqualified for this. Senior stat. Mr. D's. You have the worst trade proposals I've ever seen. The world's worst psychic, Castro. Fonz is our next champion. And last and probably least, Big, Big, Big Willie. You know who the f- Shit bowl is? It's me. It's time for another episode of Nonsense from the least qualified fantasy analysts in the business. So buckle up and enjoy the view from behind as the guys take you on the backseat ride of your life. Welcome back, everyone. Episode two, season two. Lucky two, two. Um, Isaac will try not to bore you on this one as we come in. Uh, I, as you heard in the intro, am Mario. With me, as always, is Jose. Yep. Hey, everyone. And that's S2E2, as uh, one of our loyal listeners called out. So, what's going on? Is that Maddie? No, that's Jen. Ah. Ah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She had recommended we stop we stop labeling them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I recommend she sends in a letter to the suggestion box and we'll consider it. She she also had an issue with my crooked face, so uh, <laughs> take that for what it is. Uh, Custom made glasses. You guys are jumping the gun. Uh, moving along is Castro. Welcome back, Castro. What's up, everyone? William. What up, everybody? Big Willie here. Welcome back, William. And finally, we got him in zero out of 25 season one episodes. The elusive man, not only virtually, but in person. And we, we scored two for two this week, is the champ himself, Miller. What is up? What's going on? I uh, I got to say, I didn't think this podcast would still be around. Um, <laughs> you know, so I'm happy that y'all, y'all had me on. Um, that's what you, you were know, after for. all y'all's trash talking last year, but you know, I'm glad uh, we could arrange this finally. I think it was pretty tame last year, but I do remember after the first two episodes came out and we shared them, you fired back pretty quickly and said, "I'll save you all the time. It's just them running their mouth for an hour talking shit, and I'm gonna, I can't wait to come on the podcast and do this." <laughs> and, and Will laughing, yes. So, vengeance is mine. So. Well, you finally will have your chance here today. So it's been a while since we have we've had a first time guest. We've had almost everyone at this point. I think checking you off of the bucket list here is uh, just leaves Jacob and Scott. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which we'll definitely get. Definitely get. I want to get 100 percent here. But uh, the way we do things usually is uh give you a little introduction luckily uh as i teased you did make an appearance up here and got to meet a couple of people in the league that you hadn't met before um but in case anyone hasn't i think just jacob it's the last one i'll give him a little uh get to know you session so let's start with that the first thing is how what is your connection to these people this link this group Sure. Well, I mean, as most of you know, uh, I used to work with Jose at America's Gourmet Burgers and Spirits, Red Robin. Um, you know, hooked it up 
And uh, that's how I met Mario and the gang, you know, from the movie theater. And then it just grew from there, you know, as time passed, met more and more people. And now I was really excited to meet my replacement this weekend in Justin, um, (laughs) the guy that you'll have replaced me with um, up north. So, yeah, that's, I guess, my connection to the group. Um, Yeah, man. When you say Why is replace Justin your replacement? you with, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you picked a guy, both generic looking white guys, right? Um, <laughs> you know, uh, wears baseball caps, you know, kind of like a little <laughs> bit of stubble, kind of beard. Um, it just says things that, you know, he, he fills a specific role. And I think uh, y'all filled it nicely. So. Props to y'all. I like the, the last part of that description was just says things. <laughs> so the most yeah. nondescript <laughs> description. Yeah. Uh, Miller, you can never be replaced. He's no, the only okay. asshole I know. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, Miller actually <laughs> was texting me a little bit today trying to coordinate this whole thing. And uh, he told me he enjoyed himself, even though he, he refused to sleep indoors. I don't know. I'm not Michelle didn't even know that. We'll get to that in a sec. Um, I respect it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the option was outside or in your in your brother's bed, and that's what you took. <laughs> uh, but Miller texted me saying, "Like, yeah, I had a lot of fun." I was like, "Yeah, some a lot of people were glad to meet you too." And he said, "Except Justin, I don't like Justin." <laughs> that was all he said. <laughs> don't want him having the wrong impression, you know. It's nice to fill the same role, but you can't have two of the same guy. Well, when you guys walked in, you got his, you immediately went to opposite ends of the table, kind of yin and yang, if it makes sense. But I, I missed, I missed y'all seeing each other, and I was like, oh, this is this person. And Justin was like, oh yeah, we know, we know each other. And I was like, did y'all, did y'all actually greet each other, or did you just look at each other and you just knew each other's entire was- life <laughs> right away? Yeah, we knew each other. Yeah, was- you can assume yeah. his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know this guy has a house. I bet he's got a wife. I bet he's got some kids. <laughs> no, yep. The struggle is real, man. Uh, the next thing we usually ask people is uh, your fantasy football experience. So where does it come from? How far back does it go? Do you remember your first season? And do you maybe, maybe remember your first favorite player? I would say I don't know. Um, I remember playing a lot with um what well, Ladanian Tomlinson was amazing when he was, you know, on my team. And then the year the Patriots, like I hate the Patriots, um, but the year they had Moss Welker and Brady go off, I had all three of them on one team. It was amazing. So um I remember the days of Peyton Manning getting benched, you know, like the last two weeks of regular season and just hating Tony Dungy. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it goes back. Um, it's been fun, and it's been cool to see things change, like PPR and stuff like that kind of coming in. And then, uh, you know, playing Dynasty Leagues and Keeper Leagues instead of redrafts has been a lot more fun. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, so how many leagues are you doing now? Because I, I once I got the bug, I signed up for like four or five at a time. And ever since we started this in 2015, everything has dropped off because this is pretty much the only thing I care about. I know I know this isn't your only Dynasty League, though. There are a couple others. So there's three Dynasty Leagues, uh, two 12s and a 10. Um, yeah, they're going strong. 
many years. Uh, we've had people drop out of most of them and we've only replaced them. So hopefully they keep going strong. Um, yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. I've been playing uh, in the Whataburger League, uh, stealing money from people there. Uh, so that's been great. Yeah. Which one's your favorite league? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, you, better be, you better answer it right. You know, I think I've won this one the most money out of this one, so I'm going to go with this one. So I like to hear. So I like to hear, man. What the fans want to hear. Yeah. Also, this is the only one with a podcast, which is pretty impressive. So, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Never What's mind up? the quality of the content. <laughs> I'm curious. I have a question for your leagues, too. Like, do you do you wreck your teams as bad in the other ones as you do in this one? Like, do you just give everything away? Oh, okay, yeah. So trade values in other leagues uh, tend to be more mainstream than in this league uh, <laughs> where trades just happen at random, you know. Um, for whatever reason, people will hop on veto trains uh, for perfectly normal trades and then they'll pass stuff that makes no sense, you know, like J.K. Dobbins and Justin. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a whole history of thing there because, like, that was, like, you... You sold the barn to acquire who Ezekiel Elliott, I think, beforehand? I did. I went all in. <laughs> um, you know, I had a great plan. All I needed was a running back. Got Zeke. We expanded another flex spot, so I needed somebody else. I was like, you know what? Get my man Isaac up. I'll unload McCaffrey, get Akers, get Ridley. What does Akers Ooh. do within like a week? He, you know, he's out for the season. So let's go Zach Moss. Um, big year this year. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think you picked up acres in all your leagues and it just, you're feeling yeah. good. <laughs> no. And that was a trade too, where like some people in the league are like, oh man, you're getting fleeced. And other people are like, man, this shouldn't be allowed. So, you know, that was actually probably uh, kind of like this one, right? people on both sides. So that's nice. That seems to be the trend with most of our trades. Um, as soon as it goes through, there's a very emotional and polarized reaction from a lot of the group, but they're never on the same side. Everyone feels very strongly that someone got screwed, but they completely disagree about it, which to me just kind of recalibrates and recenters everything, saying if there's strong opinions on both sides, maybe it's a little closer to the center than we think. <laughs> I like to just give off the strong opinion first. But I, I usually I usually look into it deeper after I've riled up everyone's feathers and like Get everyone excited. That's what a loser sounds like, everybody. Y'all should oh, put a, the, uh, a poll out there for your audience. You know, let them vote on the trades and see what they think, who, who got, you know, beat and who won. I'd love to, except a large majority of our listening audience uh, admittedly doesn't play fantasy football or even care about it that much. I'm not sure why they, they say they like us for some reason <laughs> is my only guess, but they, they don't all, a lot of them don't play fantasy football. Uh, Will, were you going to ask something? Oh, yeah. Miller, do you regret not making your trades with me? Because I think the fantasy <laughs> guy has spoken. Were we going to make trades? <laughs> oh, you don't remember. That's cool. That's Miller, cool. Oh, yeah. this is this is the man who sold uh, pick three for Chris Carson. So you probably should have traded with this him. This is the man really? who has the two-time champion. There we go. God <laughs> damn, a broken record. It was uh, the Nick Chubb trade, dude. Remember we were going to Colorado? And, like, we got there super early in the morning. And you said you were going to sleep on it. We got there, and you were like, 
I asked you about it, and you're like, hey, uh, I think it's going to be a no. And then a year Jump later. for who? I don't, even, I don't remember. I gave like two first rounders, and <laughs> God knows what. Like, I was giving you a good deal. And, oh, uh, yeah. and you said no. And then you go and train tomorrow out of all people. How dare you? Uh, a trade that had a large hand in me actually winning the title. And what was funny is I didn't know any of this stuff had, had happened. Uh, <laughs> I felt that big eye roll from Miller from saying that. I didn't know uh, any of these negotiations with Will had happened. And you and me talked for like 30 minutes before our deal was done and we just processed it through. William was so pissed by the time I got to him. He was like, how did you get Miller to trade with you? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, he, he doesn't trade with anyone. He won't. And I was like, do you just mean you? He doesn't trade with you? Yeah. A common misconception. Me and Dee's had a trade that won us both the title, you know? Um, you know, I still got AJ Green hanging around because of it, so. I think it's just you, William. Well, fuck me, right? That's he's cool. traded with me, too. <laughs> Shut up, Castro. Yeah, just you. If there's anything I learned is if you have a deal in the works with Miller, you need to make it happen right then and there. You cannot let him sleep on it. You can't let him take a few minutes, a moments, nothing. You need to jump on it. Duly noted. Duly yeah. noted. Yeah, after the McAfee trade, you should know for sure now. That happened like this. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't like to think about their families and their livelihoods and stuff. And- <laughs> You know, when it gets emotional in the trades, I don't right. know. So. All business. Business is business. Uh, my last question for you, Miller, is sort of speaks to your reputation in the league, and it is, how long have you been practicing in the dark arts? Because you seem, you've earned the reputation with me anyway as being, you know, a living witch, basically, because you somehow have the power to curse people on the spot with simple texts like, hey, good game. And just like that, in real life, everything turns around. My leading scorer will twist their ankle and leave the field. Uh, against all reason, you know, whatever defense I'm playing, uh, turns the ball over or just go find, like gives up touchdowns left and right. And so there's just somebody will fumble, like all within like 10 minutes. And that is not a one off. That happens with you consistently. So what's the deal? Yeah. I mean, Harry Potter came out at a very formative time in my life uh, <laughs> which led me down some roads but I, I really do think that like you know the fantasy gods it's all about you know humbling yourself and then admitting defeat getting to the point where you accept it and then once you accept it they're like hey this, guy, <laughs> this guy's got to figure it out we're gonna let him win and then you know someone with you know he gets angry like mario when they lose so bad like why wouldn't they win the series, man? So it's the gods. <laughs> you believe in the gods just like Absolutely. William does. That's right. The fantasy gods. They have spoken. <laughs> they, they're fucking you hard, Bill. <laughs> yeah, you sold your soul they must be for those. They're fucking you super hard. You got no you rings. Sold, yeah. You got no rings, dog. <laughs> At least I have a team. Oh, but you got any rings? <laughs> I have a team. I have potential still. You We're lost done. it. Next question. A drinking game should be every single time <laughs> William mentions two rings or never mentions Castro's yeah, lack of rings. <laughs> Anyone that listens. Uh, all right. Miller, that's all the special time you get until the end of the episode, unless there's anything else you want to share. Maybe. How's your basketball game been? I have not I have not played in literally three years. Two years. I don't know. 
probably not good. <laughs> that's that's a fair that's a fair guess. Can I can I just point something out real quick about Miller? Because uh, uh, my whole like spiel of the uh, my championship should have been run last year was spoiled by a Amari Cooper touchdown, which minutes before that, actually like that last quarter. Miller texted me, hey, good game, man. And he had <laughs> it. it was right. right after DeAndre Hopkins. It's right after DeAndre Hopkins caught the he caught like an 80 or 60 yard pass and didn't make it into the end zone. And Miller's like, hey, good game, man. Good job. And the next drive, stupid ass Andy Dalton goes down, which they were being blown out. No reason for it. Throws a touchdown to Amari Cooper. Ends me. That Pretty is the Chicago Bears my starting quarterback. That you just called stupid. <laughs> do you do you remember the game, this game in question, Miller? Uh, you know, I have a short memory on these things, so I'm going to say he's probably right. <laughs> I remember it. I was at the Cowboys game, and I think it was Monday Night Football, and was watching in person, saw the text came in, and you had Amari Cooper, who, again, I traded to you, and long story short, after a game full of nothing because Andy Dalton can't throw – he throws a garbage time touchdown to Amari. You secure the win at the very end. Fast forward four more weeks. Castro misses the playoffs by one game. And then he, of course, he was playing the what if game from his from from back home because he wasn't in the playoffs. And he would have won every single matchup. So that turned out to be uh, a very decisive mm-hmm. witch move on your part and beneficial for me, as <laughs> yeah. it turns out. If some butts are candies yeah. and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, buddy. <laughs> You got to get to the playoffs. <laughs> I'm taking you down this year, Miller. <laughs> You'll have your shot. You'll have your shot. We gave you the extra flex so you can stop starting the wrong players. Oh, my God. I uh, traded all my players away. I took a book at, page out of Miller's book. <laughs> uh, well, that's a little bit about Miller. Let's say we get into the big event of the week, which it finally happened, the drafts. Uh, Miller, as mentioned, you came up here you've never been up here uh well you have you just didn't come to see me the last time you were up here but you have not been to my home at least that i've been to for the last couple of years and you weren't alone jose and william also made the trip up very quick trip as it turns out felt like it went very very fast but um you all were here sunday draft day our plan which i thought was brilliant hey guys there's this place that does all you can drink and all you can eat Bottomless mimosa slash buffet for 25 bucks. It's a steal. We should go do it. Except last time I went, I blacked out by 5 p.m. and forgot the rest of the evening. But we were going to be good this time. We are going to be really good. We went an hour later. We were going to sip water. We weren't good. It's, it didn't matter. It didn't work. Uh, I don't really know who to start with. I, I, I feel like I might not even remember a handful of stories. Anyone have something they want to jump into? I was going to say, it didn't help that we had a wait enabling our behavior and we're just like you guys are party animals <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it was 3 o'clock I guess it was over and done after we had a crap we were trying to rush and drink as much as we could and getting more before 3 o'clock and I remember he was just like you want to finish off the champagne so we did and then he comes back and opens up another one for us and just pours it in joins us drinking yeah. that's when i get he was hiding, super paranoid he was hiding behind us yeah. <laughs> to drink i know the, the whole time i was talking to d's and i was like d's bro i think we're gonna get him fired like i see his employee like the other staff like 
whispering to each other and like talking, like obviously looking at him and just like, what the fuck is he doing? And I thought these, it's, 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 it's okay, I guess, until we see the manager come by, the guy in like a different, you know, outfit, then we know he's in trouble. And sure enough, two of them walk by and I, they look and he's outside like, oh, what a wonderful weather today. It's fucking raining. <laughs> like he's looking outside clearly to look at him and see what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> it was not slick at all. I was like, man, this guy, like, he's he's gonna get fired. We just got this guy I respect fired. Respect that guy. And then, um, I guess you know, after after a little while, I was like, you know what? Let me call the manager over. And I remember calling him. I was like, oi, oi, come here. And somebody said, who says that? <laughs> like, call him by his name. I, was like, I don't know his fucking name. So he oh, came. I told you that. You did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you don't call people over that way. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> and uh, he came over. It was, you know, very nice. And I was just like, "Hey, uh, what is, uh, I think Deez, you, you might have a good perspective on this at this point. Uh, what happened? Yeah, no, yeah, no. So we just told the managers. We were like, "Hey, or was it? It was him or the managers that we called? You called over? Manager, which one? The manager, the managers, right? And we're like, "Hey, we we're not getting anyone in trouble, are we? You know, he's like, "No, no, no. You're, we just want to check, make sure y'all were okay. And we're like, "Okay, good, because you know, the, the dude's solid. Like, he's super nice, really attentive." Um, you know, he, he did great. And he was like, oh, okay, he's like, yeah, he's like, well, just treat him well. If anything, I'm just trying to get him off my couch so he can get his own place or something like that. And so we were like, yeah. what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy sleeping on his couch. And then like not even five minutes later, he comes back and he's like, hey, look, you guys get him a put, uh, all you guys get him a good review on Google. We'll give you all you guys free shots, free tequila. I was like, oh, well, fuck. I was like, hey guys, get on Google, give him a good review. Let's go. And then they, Thank you. It was we all pulled out our phones and did it. And whoever was next to me, Miller, did you do it? The shot? No, did you do the Which Google shot? review? Or two. Oh, I did not. And they still gave me a shot. I, I had Google up. That's how far I've been. <laughs> uh, well, this was late in the day. Like I said, we got there around noon and this was three o'clock. So three hours of, of straight drinking. And I went to uh, I went to Google and whoever was next to me was like, you know, Nick's the best. Blah, blah, blah. Like one sentence. I wrote a full paragraph out. Didn't remember what I put in, but I wrote the whole thing, and I showed it to the guy, and he was like, "Bro, did you go to school?" <laughs> like it was, it was like three sentences, <laughs> but he was super like impressed with it. And Michelle was like, "I gotta see this. I gotta see this. Let me see it." And I showed it to her. She's like, "There are typos all over this because I was drunk. I had so many words spelled wrong, and I literally had the same sentence typed out twice, like the same three words." And I was like, "Well, it impressed him." But, the guy with green hair Impressive. who drinks on the job and lives on his manager's couch. He was he was sold. <laughs> this guy's winning Solid. as far as he's concerned. <laughs> Go to work, get drunk. Also, also <laughs> worth noting is is after we took those shots and we all slid them down at the end of the table, another random like waiter comes around and I look over and he's like looks at me and he's like Shh. and then he like <laughs> Drinks like the empties of our drinks, and then Justin saw it too, and he was like, "Oh, that's one way to spread COVID or something like that." I was like, "What the fuck are these people doing?" <laughs> At that point, I remember seeing that too. He was like, "Oh man, nobody just gives a fuck here." Like, uh, he was just like, Shh. "Wild, it was wild." I want Fonz to work there, <laughs> dude. He 
So let me tell you, I met my compadre there. Oh my god, these guys! There's a, best friends. So there's like a buffet deal, right? Just most of it's like prepped, and you just kind of go and scoop. There is one station that has an active person working, and it's got this Mexican dude that makes omelets for you on the fly. And Badass. he and Fonz became became buds the last time we went, which is two weeks prior. He remembered Fonz as soon as he walked in, <laughs> which of course he did. They always do. And this time he got to meet his brother, and he fell in love with him too. <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, walking up and I was like, man, I'm going to give me some eggs. And then uh, I was just, I asked him what I wanted. And he goes, uh, if I spoke Spanish. And I was like, yeah. And he just started talking and was just like, what are you doing here? Blah, blah, blah. And like, I remember Dee's being right beside me and he was just like, I'm with him. I'm with him. Like, Acting that's like my I friend. understood, yeah. <laughs> you understood. Mostly. And I was just like, dude, this guy is awesome. And I kept going back. For omelets and just different styles of eggs because I wanted to go and talk so I was like I'm gonna go talk to my compadre I'll be right back hold on and he's like hey how's things going William found awesome. love I remember, <laughs> yeah, he, was, he was awesome he was uh, great I bet he, I bet he spilled his phone number and eggs on one of your plates <laughs> dude Castro literally every time I came out of the restroom Will was there talking to him <laughs> like he would walk around it wasn't near our table he would get up and I would see him talking to him and then he hits up Fonz he's like hey give me money I'm gonna go tip our guy I'm gonna tip our guy <laughs> oh that reminds me I was supposed to bid while my brother was $10 wow. uh, so overall success Overall success. I think Jose was the only one who was disciplined about water. I remember sipping it. I wasn't drinking it as strong as I could have. What's up, Will? I, I drink some water. I didn't drink some. as much as these, but I drank <laughs> some water. I did. I even took some of these's water because they wouldn't give me any water, but they gave him water. So I just grabbed his and poured half in mine and then drank some. <laughs> I really thought you were going to you were gonna plug in uh, 19, whatever, 1876 mineral water. 77. God bless oh. America. <laughs> Jeez. That would, can Jeez. We do I'm, not, a, a I'm not the guy. He's the guy. Before we get distracted, we're going to side note. Yes, I'm drinking my 1877 Ooh. mineral water right now. And it's all thanks to your boy, Matty G, who sent me nice. this. And I noticed it, I think it was two days ago. And I was just on the front porch, and I was like, oh, my gosh. This was he totally sent you more? Easy. That's a new one? Who else, dude? Yes, this is a new oh one. Oh, my gosh. Damn. Oh, look like, at Miller. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Miller, yeah. It works. Yes, 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 yes. So thank you, Matty G, for the box, the case of 1877 Mineral Water. The fuck, uh, Matty G, is not just him. <laughs> <laughs> you literally didn't know the name. 30 seconds ago. Oh, how the, uh, yeah, how the hell am I supposed to know the name? I never get a case. <laughs> it's right here. Maybe the guy get that it right, says it maybe. every episode. Miller got up to run away. I thought he had like a pizza show or something like that. He just ran all the way across his house to grab his bottle. What a fat joke. On the <laughs> By the way, if you can't see Miller, he's the 400-pound man. Oh, let's see him. Just kidding. Just kidding, Miller. Just kidding. But yeah, thanks, Maddie G. Sorry we got uh, sidetracked. I was trying to figure out a moment when to say this. But I remember asking uh, last episode for Maddie G to send some because I didn't have any more. And he did. He fucking came through. My boy. You're aware they sell them at the store. You can go. <laughs> I am aware. But Maddie G, 
you're awesome. I'll be impressed if he sends me one. I'm in Florida. <laughs> if that shit just shows up, I'll be like, oh my god. Well, Miller, you better get your address out there too if you want some. No, no, no. This is exclusive <laughs> to the producer. Only. <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> you you need right? to send Maddie G a shirt. I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna do for oh, you, Maddie G. Dude, I'm gonna I'm make gonna... a shirt with William's face on it, and I already got the picture, and I'm gonna send it to you. Are we gonna take care of him, dude? Are we gonna take care of him? Wait till the promotions come out. Wait till the promotions. Like uh, back job? to the You're story. Him promoted? No, the, I'm a, just you'll see. He's gonna give him one of these. <laughs> back to the story thanks man uh so yeah over overall success um yeah i told they closed at three i failed i was supposed to drink slower i was supposed to drink water in between that it didn't happen but, but i got fired up by our, our boy with green hair he was super hype and he was bringing over you know grenadine colored drinks and it was it was just off the rails from there give me a google review you get a shot it just i i didn't stand a chance uh miller how did you walk away from that uh i was fine man um i think i admitted defeat probably halfway through when i made the Corey davis trade that way i didn't have to pick in the third round you traded so, on the spot that's right yeah the guy who never trades yet made yet another trade i don't know, you know? <laughs> Will, Will yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh yes at that point it was out of my hands all i had to do Kicker in defense, anyone can do it. Let's enjoy the mimosas. So it was a it was a blast, man. So great time. The waiter did offer. He said, "Hey, next time y'all come back, if y'all come back next week, I'll give y'all half the price." That's so uh, I'll see y'all Sunday. <laughs> see y'all Sunday. <laughs> Drive up for some drinks. Uh, Jose, you, I think you were the best out of all of us. You were, you were really disciplined about the water. I think you walked out of there on two feet, right? Yeah, no, I felt great. I, uh, I told you I was going to have a glass of water in between all of my glasses of, you know, mimosas or whatever. And that's exactly what I did. I had to pee a lot, but it, uh, you know, I was fine the rest of the night and woke up fine the next morning. So, um, yeah, no, I recall all the stories. Uh, I was listening in on everyone chatting about, you know, potential trades that did or didn't go through so uh that was a fun time but yeah no it was a good time that's that's weird Deez, because i would have figured you were the most fucked up based off your pick <laughs> wow shots fired. <laughs> we'll get some picks we'll get we'll some see. picks here shortly <laughs> mario what, what about that trade you offered me that you declined before i kind of accepted for josh oh, Allen? This is so a pretty trade. miller was sitting next to me uh, a pretty good sized party. Uh, everyone here went except for Castro, Fonz, Michelle, uh, Justin, all part of the league, and then uh, some of our listeners. Jen came out. Miller got to meet Jen. Our buddy Jay came out. Miller got to meet him. And uh, Kobe. We, uh, as, yeah, oh my God! Why? <laughs> <laughs> he played. We were, we were best, the best team in NBA 2K or whatever. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You guys played NBA Jam. What is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, man. All right. We didn't talk about NBA Jam just yet. Uh, yeah, you got, to, you got to meet Jay. Glad y'all got along. Uh, we know how you felt about Justin. You don't like him. <laughs> you um, just... 
Uh, but overall, yeah, they all did come back to the house for the uh, the draft portion of it. Man, you totally made me lose my uh, my train of thought. You the the trade, yeah, the trade. Oh, the trade, that's right. Uh, Miller was sitting next to me, and at some point, just goes, "Hey, Mario!" And I turn, and he had my phone in my in his hand, so it face scans me, and he turns away and does something really fast. I don't even remember what the off the trade offer was. Was J.K. Dobbins or yeah, Dalvin Cook. Um, and I can't remember the last one. He had three pretty decent players for Josh Allen. So, um, I was, <laughs> it was like trying to pick it over and you didn't find it. It was like Dobbins, Chubb, and Cook call for, for Josh Allen. And I barely <laughs> beat you to it. You were about to accept it. I don't know what I could – I mean, I probably could have done something at that point, but it would have been a lot of explaining to do to the rest of the league. Uh, so thanks for that. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of negotiating happening. But you were smart. You made a move before it got too deep. I, unfortunately, did not take care of business before I was gone and regretted it the rest of the day, which we'll get to now. So let's talk about the actual draft. Uh, Castro, you had the number one pick. I, in my prediction, guessed that you wouldn't be able to resist Kyle Pitts's great athletic body, which you talk so much about. I was wrong. <laughs> It was tough. I was there. I was there. Trust me. Like, it was just, it's, it's just a win now mode, I guess. I'm trying to, I'm still thinking in that, like, I'm in that mental state, I guess, to try to win now. And Kyle Pitts, I like him. I think he's a physical freak and he's going to be good for a long time. He's only 20 years old. There's a lot to like about him, but I just don't think he's not the piece I would need right now. I think Najee Harris helps me more right now than he does. But, yeah, it was really close. Um, I, I think I went into the number one pick thinking there's it's between three players, Jamar Chase, Pitts, and Harris. And uh, everyone had different opinions on who the obvious choice was, too. I heard it from everyone. The only <laughs> the only person that ever said Chase was Fonz, by the way. Like, no one ever told me Chase. Ever, ever, when I, <laughs> it's obvious. Yeah, when, <laughs> yeah, when I would say Chase, I feel like I got the reaction, no, it's not Chase, it's Kyle Pitts or uh, Harris. But, uh, but, yeah, I ended up going Harris, uh, wanted the running back hard to come by i feel like he's gonna get a lot of volume i do like pittsburgh steelers backs i think the the coach is traditional with the workhorse back so i'm excited about it uh i don't have his video on standby but jose was spot on with his uh prediction of this one specifically the line he loves pittsburgh steelers running backs i think he tried to pry Le'Veon bell away from him for years uh, before you eventually gave up, but you've been wanting that piece for a while, and we all know you had James Conner a couple of years ago, just taking the backup, just the sloppy seconds because you couldn't get Bell. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did. Um, I got Le'Veon Bell. I, I had him the uh, year prior to his like breakout year, and I had dropped him, so that's why I really yeah. wanted him, but he didn't do shit that that year. I just dropped him. And this was too, this was before I think I really cared about the Dynasty. I cared more about like our standard league versus Dynasty League. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, ah, who cares? Let me just drop. I wasn't focused on it. So it was kind of one of those things like, damn it. I was trying to fix my mistake and get him back, but it never happened. <laughs> Said to live with the regret. Yeah. Um, well, the man you passed on, I don't think anyone will give you too much flack for taking Harris number one. He was kind of a consensus number one, unless you are. Fonz. The man you passed on <laughs> at number two, Michelle, although she was very running back desperate, uh, elected to take Kyle Pitts, bought into all the hype that he's a once in a generation 
talent, the likes of which we've never seen at the tight end position before. She, he's 20 years old. And I think she thought, uh, no, she thought, cause I talked to her about it. Before, I, I thought you were going to take Pitt, So I didn't think it mattered, but I was talking him up to Michelle thinking like, man, if I could lock down the next Travis Kelsey for 12 years, I'd feel really good about that. And she was like, huh? So I don't know how much <laughs> that helped convince, uh, cause I would have been really happy to take him at three thinking she would take a running back in Javante, but didn't happen. She took Pitts at two. Thoughts? Uh, the obvious choice, I think. She's, Just as predictive. Yeah, great choice. It's, it's going to be a solid player for a long time to come. So, How about you, Miller, our guest? Yeah, I think uh, kind of taking Pitts there and then uh, getting a running back later in Etienne and then also trading fields later uh, to get Dobbins. <laughs> like, Spoiler alert here. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> one pick at a time, Miller. One pick at a time. I'm just saying the overall strategy for a rebuild. Um, I mean, that's. I mean, everybody on our team has a torn ACL, <laughs> but it only lasts. It doesn't last that long, right? So it's a bold strategy. It's a bold strategy. strategy. I, want, <laughs> I want guys with only one ACL. Um. <laughs> uh, that brings us to number three. I think a lot of people had tier one as being Najee, Kyle Pitts, and Jamar Chase. I said more than once, I'm I'm scared of taking wide receivers early, especially all the buzz coming out of camp about Jamar Chase having a lot of drops. He can't separate from Chidobi Awuzie, who is a beyond mediocre corner that used to play for the Cowboys. And just all these things that kind of freaked me out. And then as I was digging up those 2017 stats, obviously Corey Davis don't was the big it, one. Don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you understand better than me. And I even consulted Jose. He's like, I will never take a running back in the top five ever again. And I was like, well, never. I'm a wide receiver, not running back. <laughs> Sorry. Running wide receiver, you're correct. So he was there. He probably would have been the best. He fits all the measurables. He hasn't played in a year. And this is more than likely just rust, but uh, I trust running backs more. I like guys that I know are going to get the ball. 15 plus times a game, hopefully for a long stretch of time. So I did go with the depth there. Also running backs are way harder to come by. So I went Javante with that pick. I, when I first heard about him, I was like, this guy's like a bruiser. I think he could be like a, an enhanced Chris Carson basically. Uh, but now after seeing some of his tape and hearing some of his like tackle breaking stats, I hope he's closer to a, to a, the next Marshawn. Now Marshawn is one of a kind, but that is, that is the ceiling I'm hoping he can reach at some point, whatever Melvin Gordon's ass gets out of the way. Doesn't matter. Will hurt Chris Carson. You're about to get his 24 and 25 first round picks coming your way, I'm sure. <laughs> coming to you. Uh, yeah, I don't think. I thought I was going to shock the world with that, but Castro, you actually predicted I was going to take him. Yeah, I did predict so that did one. I, I didn't think you would go for Chase. I, I knew that you were going to have the option, but. Uh... I didn't think he'd go for Chase, and I like Williams too. I think he's a solid running back. I think he's really talented. The only thing I don't like, and I've told you this already, is that he's on the Broncos, and for whatever reason, the Broncos mm-hmm. always have good running backs and just trade them up or get rid of them or put them down in the depth chart for some reason. So maybe he could break the chain, but I would know. You would know. You own most of them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So, so hopefully this guy changes the Bronco culture, but. That, that was the only, like, knock I really had on him. Yeah. Yeah, same. And then, yeah, they haven't had a consistent good running back since uh, 
not Corey Dunn. I forget the other guy's name. Moreno? Not it's been no too Sean? long. No, sh- no Sean? Uh, Melvin Gordon, you mean? <laughs> the guy's on my roster. <laughs> <laughs> I sh- no, man, I should take him from me so that I just have that backfield secure. Uh, moving on, that, was, that brought uh, Jacob to number four. He obviously traded back. Traded out of the one spot. Gave it to you, Castro. Fell back to number four, where he did land Jamar Chase. And you know what? If Jamar turns out to be as good as he's projected to be, then you know getting a top flight wide receiver at number four is still pretty good. Again, running backs are harder to come by, so I probably would have preferred Najee if he could have had it. But um, getting all the receivers out of you that he did, he probably didn't need another elite wide receiver, but he's got at least some depth there, and he's going to have to address the running back position uh, sooner than later. I would think. And speaking of running backs, Castro, your cousin, Isaac, was next in line. First running, sorry, third running back off the board was Trey Sermon. Now, I'll admit, I don't know much about Sermon. Uh, I know I didn't love the landing spot because since Kyle Shanahan got to San Francisco, there's been a rotating committee of like three to four backs at a time, and those guys are still there, so... I don't know how I feel about that. Anyone who knows Trey Sermon better than I, can you prove me wrong? He's a big, strong guy, right? He had a monster game against, I think it was Clemson when he was with Ohio State, and like just tough to bring down. Like, But I don't know how he gets on the field right now with Mostert. Like, it's going to take him tearing his knee, which happens to every San Francisco running back. <laughs> so like, by week six, maybe? I don't know. But uh, yeah, man, he's he's good. I, I picked him up in some of the other leagues, and I, that was a good pick. That Clemson game you're talking about is probably the one that sold Isaac on him, because I think that's the only game he probably watched with him playing. <laughs> and he just had a good game. And Isaac, I remember I was watching him with Isaac, and like he took note of his name, and like I know like he's been on Isaac's radar ever since. So. Well, he jumped on him. I think uh, a lot of us predicted that he was going to try and get the wide receiver stack and grab uh, Devontae Smith to pair with Jalen Hurts. Seems like common sense prevailed, and Isaac had to finally admit that Jalen Hurts is probably not going to be a quarterback for more than a couple years. And he went with the safer pick in the sermon earlier than I had him, but uh, I guess he had one good college game. So we'll see if he turns into, (laughs) into the next big thing. Uh, that brings us to Michelle again, her second of four first round picks. Uh, Miller, you already kind of jumped the gun here and said what she did, but Travis Etienne, who probably was supposed to be the second running back off the board. Honestly, I'm not sure he would have been if I had the pick at three. That idiot Urban Meyer doesn't seem to know what he's doing when it comes to running backs. He said he wanted to use like a three-man committee and put Etienne as like the pass catching back on third downs or something like that. Uh, so that might have freaked me out enough to still take Javante. But Michelle did land him at a discount. Uh, he's definitely a stash for next year because, as we mentioned, he ripped his ACL. Achilles? Uh, know? No, it wasn't his ACL. I think it's just like it's either like an ankle or foot, something about the foot maybe. I could be wrong. Yeah, foot. We'll have foot surgery. Yeah, so it's not Four a bad – It's not a crazy, like, injury. injury. Well, that's good news. That's good news. Either way, uh, Michelle missed the boat on the running backs when she took Kyle Pitts and basically has to play for next year. Uh, (laughs) One thing she did, I don't know if we should jump the order here. Um, 
was put in for one of the few available running backs on the waiver wire, first day of waivers. And I knew she wanted to get him. And I, and then while she put in the waiver claim, the news broke that JK, sorry, uh, that Justice Hill was going down. And suddenly it was on everyone's radar. It, it, it just put it front and center. J.K. Dobbins out, Justin Till out, backup is Ty, Tyson Williams, how's his name? Tyron? Tyson? Um, so in a panic, she thought everyone was going to try and uh, outbid her for him, and she spent 84, was it? 86, 86 of her $100 for the entire year uh, were spent on this one player. I believe the second highest bidder was Fonz at 10 bucks. So a little <laughs> bit of an overpay. <laughs> For that guy, uh, Jose, what did uh, what do you think when he saw that? Like, why? Um, <laughs> I, I think overspending just runs in that household over there because last year Fonz did something similar for Keyshawn Vaughn for ninety four dollars. <laughs> yeah, word. yeah. Um, and that that was like we or that, that was whatever week we decided we were gonna you know expand the two to to a taxi slot system, right? Um, was, but yeah, I I. I get it, but I don't. Uh, hope it works out. Good luck uh, picking up waivers the rest of the year. We have yeah. uh, 17, 18 long weeks. Ugh. You got it. <laughs> and Le'Veon Bell got signed yesterday, right? Yeah, he, uh, did. he did. He went to Baltimore. And Justin got him for 30 bucks. Is that right? Yep. I, I know Justin so. got him. He told me today. I think he paid yeah. 30 bucks. And... He, t- he explained this to me today. He's like, I mean, if there's any chance if he's the old Le'Veon Bell and he catches the ball for them, that team, he's going to have some value. So like, that's true. And, um, Start him then. You know, he didn't have to. <laughs> he might have to. He got the extra flex spot now. It's The rosters are, are getting tougher to fill. Uh, moving on from that, uh, Scott, I did get this one right. Because Scott has Tua, uh, Scott ended up going – with the second wide receiver off the board and Jalen Waddle, speedster out of Alabama, Devontae Smith's teammate. Um, I don't know much about this guy. Is uh, Anybody else read his profiles? I know he's fast. I just remember hearing about the game where uh, he was clearly hurt and he was still trying to go out and play, and you could see he was limping, like limping onto the field, limping <laughs> off. And it was so bad that, like professional players were tweeting out, look, just sit out the game, man. You have your whole career ahead of you. Just stop. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to make it worse. And that's all I know. And that he's a speedster. Dude, in early in the year for Alabama too, like when he wasn't hurt, um, he was outperforming Devontae. Uh, Devontae Smith. And then Devontae Smith goes on and wins the Heisman. Mm-hmm. Like stud receivers, both of them, I feel like. So good pick. Well, and Waddle was taken first in real life too over uh, over Devonte. I think it was actually just like this. Waddle might have gone seventh in real life, and Devonte might have gone tenth ish in real life. I can't remember the order, um, but that's what happened here. Uh, so, all right, good pick for Scott. If uh, Tua pans out and Waddle can come back healthy and be quick, definitely a good addition. I thought bringing us to Michelle's third pick. Now she was worried about securing Trevor Lawrence. I knew she liked him a lot coming into the draft. And she originally had the 10 spot. And we had no idea what Isaac was going to do at 9. So she made a flip-flop draft day trade with Justin, flipping 8 for 10. And I think she also gave up her second round pick, which was number um, 
second pick in the second round. So like number 14 overall. Um, so she did. And Isaac, you're trying to, sorry, Castro, you're trying to give me insight because you usually know what Isaac's going to do. And you predicted that he would go Trevor Lawrence. Any truth to that? Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure he was already telling me he was trying to try to get Trevor. He was scared Fonz or was it Willie? I think Will was going to get Trevor Lawrence with pick 11. So uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. Why the fuck would I get Trevor Lawrence? Oh, why would you get Gardner Minshew? <laughs> a lot of questions, right? I have I have <laughs> Justin Herbert. Anyways, um, yeah, he was. I know he had mentioned that at one point, and I I know Isaac wanted Trevor Lawrence too. I just felt like I I'm pretty sure he would have got her. It might have been a a worthwhile trade because she locked down her quarterback. I thought uh, at the time. Uh, snaking him in front of Isaac. Good move to lock him down. Isaac was left uh, to go to plan B if he did want Trevor Lawrence. I'm sure he'll deny he ever wanted him and say so he never wanted to take him. <laughs> but he ended up going with another wide receiver, Terrace Marshall. I know, Castro, you were judging the shit out of that one. I had him later in my draft board as well. Uh, I kind of want to keep referring to Miller, our resident collegiate sport watcher, uh, if he has anything on him. But Castro, why did you think he reached? I just I don't think a lot of people were I don't think a lot of people like were hyped about him in our particular circle, and I feel I feel like he would have fell to the, at least mid to sec mid mid second late second round, um, but I like him I like LSU wide receivers uh, he was really good and the only I think the only knock they had on him in college is he had to play a lot of his career with uh, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase like as the other two yeah. receivers on that squad. So it's hard to like stand out, but he's a solid wide receiver. And uh, I've only seen like, I don't watch college games. I see footage like of stuff and I like what I saw and his preseason was good too. So, but I don't think he had a sexy enough name or like pedigree to attract anyone in this league. So I felt like he was going to go late second round. And I felt Isaac could have probably got something better there. Felt a lot of people. There's one like player I thought should have gone way earlier. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about, and we'll get to we'll get to him. He went way late if we're talking about the same guy. I'm uh, sure we are. Anyone else? Terrace Marshall opinions? All right. Uh, moving on, 10th pick in the first round, Justin, who traded back from eight. He ends up with the other Alabama receiver, Heisman Trophy winner, Devonta Smith. The big fear on him is that he weighs about 130 pounds, and he's already <laughs> had a little bit of injuries in the preseason and he doesn't have a great quarterback throwing him the ball. And also the Eagles have struck out drafting wide receivers in recent years. Jalen Rager didn't show much last year. Uh, Nelson Aguilar never really amounted to much. Uh, Jace, our Sega Whiteside, I think was another guy they took. They just don't seem to be able to scout the position very well. Now Smith did just win the Heisman. So I think there's not a lot of thought that needs to go into whether or not he is a talented receiver. Just a little bit of concerns. I'm surprised he fell to 10, but I'm not surprised he fell. Uh, how do we like this pick for Justin? Volunteers? I like it. Oh, well. Go ahead, Miller. You go first. Our guest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this definitely, I felt like, should have been at 5. Like, <laughs> to get him at 10 was insane. Like, in my opinion, yes, he's undersized, but he's had no problems getting off the line. He played in the SEC and was able to do it and put up a monster national championship game. Got hurt in the first half. But, like, 
in my eyes, he's like Calvin Ridley 2.0. Like, he's always going to be open. You're right. Probably not this year because the quarterback kind of sucks at the time. Hurts could be good, but probably not. <laughs> All they need to do is get a, a quarterback, and uh, I think he'll be really good. Probably, like, him and Chase, it's going to be close, I think. Uh, Jamar Chase for, like, best rookie wide receiver, you think? Yeah, I think looking back on this, like, I feel like Chase, obviously, he took off a year, right? So he's kind of rusty. Um, give, give, him a, give him a little time to get into his rhythm with his college quarterback and stuff. But, yeah, him and Smith, man, I think they're going to be great. Or we'll just replay this at some draft, like, 10 years. and be like, wow, Miller's going to be So, <laughs> either way. <laughs> It's dangerous to put yourself on the record for anything fantasy football because if you go back far enough, you're going to find some dumb shit that was said. Uh, mm-hmm. Castro, you said true. you had a thought? It's very true. Um, no, Miller pretty much covered most of it. Like, I just think he's a, he's he is small, he's undersized, but I like his route running. Like, I think he's just he has good footwork. He's quick on his feet too. So, the I just don't know if he's durable, and I don't like the Eagles, like you said. Uh, Eagles ruin wide receivers, so I don't know what their deal is. Um, yeah, I'm Justin. He got him for a good discount. Well, he traded back and still got him because he didn't. Justin didn't want Trevor Lawrence at eighty. He wasn't going to take him. He's got Lamar Jackson and then maybe Deshaun Watson uh, to fall on on the yeah. his top two positions. So good pick for him there. I would agree. William, that was you next. Finally, I think you're the first. Oh, you're not. Uh, it was you next. You were in dire need of a running back as well. Um, you took the next best available, I would say. It was the only pick. I predicted this one correctly. And Michael Carter, how'd you feel about that? Um, I didn't feel good. I was hoping <laughs> he. I was hoping somebody else would pick him up because uh, he's he's not on the prettiest team. You know, he's on the Jets. Um, I worry. Like, can they? He produced like were they given the opportunity to? So now I'm more optimistic about it because he's on my team. So I'm like, all right. So I'm gonna be rooting for him. I still have the rookie from last year, uh, P Ryan, on my taxi uh, squad, <laughs> hoping that you know maybe the guy is a stud in the future. I don't know, but um, yeah, I was very like, Ugh, I gotta take him. He's here. Take him. Uh, I'm on record as saying this to Justin, and I'm not just trying to make you feel better. I think the Jets are in the middle of a significant turnaround. Like I like their outlook within the next few years. They've corrected a lot of their major mistakes, the most important of which being getting rid of Adam Gase, who seems to be just a cancer for all things football everywhere he goes. He seems to hold back all of the players and their talent. They drafted this kid who's supposed to be pretty good in um, – Zach Wilson uh, have incredible talent at wide receiver in Denzel Mims and their new rookie Elijah Moore. Crowder's kind of there. He might be on his way out, but he's still a solid vet. And they've invested a ton. Sorry, Miller, you're muted, but <laughs> I can tell you're unhappy. That's what you get for taking him, Miller. That's my guy. They've invested a ton in maybe the most important part of running an offense, which is their offensive line. So young talent at all the key positions running back, quarterback, wide receiver, and a stout offensive line, that team's going to be good. They're going to be good soon. I think they're going to be better than people think. I agree with you, but I think Michael Carter, he's a smaller guy too. I think he's not as small, but I feel like he'll be like a 
Devin Singletary. I think he's really shifty, but I don't. I see them like giving goal line work to someone else. So, uh, but I like it. I like I like Devin Singletary. I think like he he runs really good. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Oh I was just gonna call you out on that. Oh yeah, what's wrong with Devin Singletary? Nothing. Huh? I like Devin Singletary. Mister, I'll trade him. Go watch, and he's on a good offense. Like that's the only difference. But I think that's what Michael Carter is gonna be like, the shifty back. But I don't, I don't know if he'll get goal line touches. It's it's a lot like when like McFadden and Felix Jones came out the same year, right? They were the same team. Felix Jones is backup. Michael Carter is just behind Javante Williams for his career, like, splitting time and stuff. Like, I think he's still a running back, but if you give him a full workload, I don't know. Like, he is small. Yeah, um, well, Javante yeah, Williams see. got all the touchdowns. He had, like, 20-something touchdowns uh, in that offense. So, yep. Let this be a lesson, William. If they sign another running back in New York, you're going to want to grab him, probably. <laughs> Otherwise. Well, I already have P. Ryan. <laughs> Otherwise. Maybe he's the... Maybe he's a touchdown machine. <laughs> Miller's yeah, muted, maybe. but he just had to cover his mouth. And <laughs> laughing at you too hard. Uh, bringing us to the last pick of the first round, Michelle's fourth of the first. And she surprised everyone, maybe even herself, and grabbed her second quarterback of the first round in Justin Fields. Now, Fields has a lot of potential, and he's looked really good in preseason. But she had just spent a pick on Trevor Lawrence. Everyone kind of thought her QB position was done. Uh, me especially. Now, as I said, I was very drunk during the draft. But I started getting nervous at that point because after releasing that animal, Deshaun Watson, over to Justin, I was kind of in need. And I was in hopes to get one of these four quarterbacks. I'm like, oh, definitely one will fall second round. Suddenly, two are gone within four picks. I start getting a little nervous. Um, we'll get to how it played out today in a second. Uh, but yeah, second quarterback off the board. And uh, might as well get to it because we're not going to go pick by pick for the second round. We'll just sort of highlight. Uh, not her last of the draft as she took Zach Wilson as her third quarterback in the second round, uh, leaving me to take Doughboy Mac Jones as my last act of desperation to get somebody who could throw the ball. Let's get it out of the way. Michelle took three quarterbacks for their first four picks. Uh, Thoughts? Mistake, mistake. Well, she already sold one. <laughs> so if, if that was her grand plan, it's working. Yeah, because who does she take there? If like if she's at twelve and doesn't take Fields, like if you're at twelve and instead of Fields you picture J.K. Dobbins, wouldn't you take him? Like a there was no guarantee she was going to get J.K. Dobbins, and there is some other players I would have took. It's That's definitely a hindsight take. It's definitely a hindsight take. But that's what I was using to justify it today. Because um, as we said, well, let's just say it out loud, I traded Michelle today for Justin Fields, and my offer to her was J.K. Dobbins. Now, J.K. Dobbins looked great in his rookie season, just like our boy Cam Akers. I think he ripped his ACL a few weeks ago. So he is out for the entire season. Now, Michelle has nobody at the running back position, as we mentioned, but she does have ETN coming back next year. And now this would have secured her another young, talented running back coming back next year. And all it's going to cost her is a quarterback that she wasn't going to use anyway. So she turned zero value this year from Justin Fields into zero value this year to J.K. Dobbins. 
but more value next year for sure. Seemed fair to me. If anything, you know, J.K. Dobbins cost me third, third number three pick draft capital versus her 12. So it did work out. I didn't want to trade her because I was upset that these guys didn't fall to me. But um, I don't know. I just have a feeling that this kid, if he comes out and looks anything like he did in preseason, he could have the next RG3 type rookie year. And I wanted to get him now while his price was this price and before it went up. Yeah, it's a, it's a, uh, you definitely got, I think, the lower end of the trade, Mario, maybe. I don't know, because it depends on how J.K. Dobbin backs, bounces back. I really don't like players that come back from an ACL tear. They're never 100% the same. And uh, Justin Fields could be good. I could see that. The only thing I don't like about Justin Fields is he's on the Bears. And I don't. I kind of don't like Matt Nagy. I just, I don't think, I think it's him at this point. Uh, the best line I heard about Matt Nagy and Justin Fields is that Justin Fields is going to work or Matt Nagy is going to be gone. So one of those two things is going to happen. <laughs> well, I, for you, you better hope that Matt Nagy is gone. I just, <laughs> I don't think he's the guy to get you there, but not a bad trade. You probably got the worst end of it. Just taking a bigger risk, I guess, because JK Dobbins, I guess still has that potential. At least he's still going to carry that value until like it's proven that he, he's not the same jk dobbins everyone thought sure i was i mean i was more okay let him go of him not only because he was about to miss the entire year but i don't i don't love the ravens i i'm annoyed at i've heard a lot of numbers recently about how they use that backfield and they're the only team in the last two years two years being important because that's when uh greg roman got there and lamar jackson got there to not have a running back carry over a 70 percent rush share at all like they split time when they're there meaning probably Le'Veon Bell and Ty Ron Tyson Williams are probably going to have a bigger role than people think as soon as it gets started. It's going to be a committee. And as good as Dobbins was, as good as he looked, I would have loved him a lot more on a different team. Obviously, any team that has a rushing quarterback, you lose opportunity for close rushing yards and rushing touchdowns if he takes off on his own quite a bit. So not in my favorite spot, just had an injury. I had a gaping hole at quarterback, and I potentially got you know somebody who's got top five potential. So. I'm okay with it on top of the fact that I just drafted another young running back to take his place. So I felt like I, it made sense. I think, me. I think if I was you, I personally, out of those like rookie QBs, my favorite one is Zach Wilson. And oh, it was yeah. a lot because of what you said. Yeah. Like the O-line, like they're just moving in the right direction. And I, I just, I like him as a QB. I think he has a lot of potential. I'm going to go on record and say he's the best rookie this year. Like most fantasy points or most wins or higher QB rating. How's that going to be scored? I'm gonna say most fantasy points actually. Wow. I'm gonna think I'm gonna think just like best rookie either way, like most wins like on his team, and I think fantasy points. I think he has a more complete surrounding cast. He does have a good situation. I would say I was super impressed by that throw at the combine that that we all saw. And oh, honestly, yeah. I thought he was gonna be my worst case scenario. I thought he'd be there. He should have been there <laughs> at twenty four when I was picking. But instead, uh, I landed Mac Jones. Miller, you reacted when I called him the Doughboy. Maybe you haven't seen his combine pictures, but uh, do you do you like Mac? Hey man, Tom Brady had similar pictures. Man, this guy <laughs> this guy was great in college. Um, following up Tua, and like I don't know, it's hard to judge an Alabama quarterback just because they always have such amazing receivers, um, and their offensive line is always a monster. Um, he could he could be good. I mean, 
if they let Cam go and they're willing to start on week one, let's let's see how it plays out. I'm kind of with Castro though. I I kind of have a crush on Zach Wilson at this point. I've got him in another league, and I feel like he's just kind of he's got like Josh Allen type potential as far as the arm and stuff like that, and can run. Um, but you know, he had something similar in college, right? Where he had a monster offensive line, but nobody could get to him. So. We'll see. See how it works out. Uh, I liked all of these guys, except for Mac Jones, obviously. And my gripe with Mac Jones, aside from his body, is mobility. Uh, I heard a number that said Tom Brady, 19 years in the league, Tom Brady had his third most efficient uh, season last year as far as like touchdowns, like 40 touchdowns, eight interceptions, something like that. And he still finishes QB 10 because he doesn't run. If you don't run, you can't. You're not going to be top five QB in fantasy anyway. Despite how many games you win, how many Super Bowls you go to, it doesn't translate to fantasy points. So mobility is the cheat code at that position. So I need you to be fast. I just want to. I just want to point out. Uh, and Mario, you don't have to give your logic for any reason. But five months ago, when the NFL draft happened and it was Bears were on the clock, Mario messaged the group. Bears take. Bears trade up dot 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 justin fields to which i replied absolutely and you said whoever they choose is about to have their career ended on draft night and then the bears chose justin fields to which mario said rest in peace justin fields so i'm curious what changed and what 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 you're thinking to to go after justin fields versus some of the other quarterbacks but again that's that's your own business but i I had to to save michelle seems like you've uh (laughs) uh i'll answer briefly i did inquire about trey lance first but Isaac's a greedy little slut and wasn't going to have any conversation about it. So that's why job, Isaac. Um, Zach Wilson, I, I didn't think she'd part with Trevor Lawrence. And honestly, like I said, I'm attracted to speed. And uh, Fields did manage to actually look good in preseason, uh, even better than Trey Lance. Lance looks more athletic, like he might have the most Mahomes-like potential. Uh, but he looks raw. He missed a lot of throws. He wasn't very accurate. Um, so not thinking Lawrence was in play, knowing Trey Lance was not on the table and not thinking Zach Wilson was, uh, fast enough to get that rushing cheat code that left me with JF. And, uh, yeah, preseason convinced me that even though he's a bear, he might actually be decent, but which is a stupid thing to say because preseason should never convince you of anything. Yeah. But it's done. <laughs> Uh, let's speed through this because we're getting kind of uh, kind of tied on time. Uh, just highlights of the second round: uh, Rashad Bateman, talented wide receiver from Baltimore, ended up going to you, William. Mm-hmm. Castro doesn't like it. Same thing. Same thing. I was like, he's there. I got to take him. No, you why don't. <laughs> Elijah him. Moore was still there. That's why not. Nah, I'm not. Why would I want? No, I'm good. Ask I don't like me, having. Ask I don't like who the last two wide receivers from Ole Miss were that came out. Hey, uh, when you had like, like Tampa Bay players, like tight end, quarterback, wide receiver, you had like four players from Tampa Bay. How did that work for you? It worked great. I would have. It worked. Smoked you got Mario if I got if I would have got there. Okay, <laughs> ask, ask Mario the question. Uh, Mario, okay. Mario, who are the last two? If, if soup and nuts for candy and butts. <laughs> like that. I'm gonna talk after that every time. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> oh I just God. didn't want another Jets person on my team, but I think uh, we'll see what happens. 
I'm curious to see. It doesn't hurt me. You know, I just at that point I was shocked. I was so shocked that the the picks that were made um, from Michelle. I was just like, wow. We're all stunned. I was so in shock. <laughs> I was like, this was wow. This was we were so shocked that someone took a defense pick one of the second round. That was another yeah. highlight, Jacob. Uh, Miller, he prompted so you to ask things. if Jacob was on auto draft the entire time. Honestly, I haven't <laughs> talked to him, so I uh, I don't know the answer to that. Tampa Bay defense uh, should not have gone with the first pick in the second round, in my opinion. Just some names that were passed on. Rondale Moore, Rashad Bateman, Elijah Moore, uh, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. And uh, even Amon Ross St. Brown has some has some talent. Uh, a lot of guys that could have gone, a lot of potential, and um, Tampa Bay's defense went. was not the play. <laughs> um, no. But... Yeah, I don't know if he was on auto draft or not. I'm not really sure what happened there. So we'll have to find out. We'll have to ask him. <laughs> uh, other highlights: Trey Lance, as we said, went to Isaac. Jose, you went kind of early. I felt for uh, Ram- Ramondre Stevenson, uh, pick 16, 15, 16, 17. Second round, pick five. Um, you like what you saw from him? I I did. Um, I'm not. I wasn't trying to look for a rookie to shine right now for me. I have a solid roster. Um, I I I don't know if any of the guys I took in the second would have been there in the third. Um, I picked nine in the third, so I wanted to jump on him early. Uh, Ramondre is a big dude. Um, when it comes to football, running backs, I'm attracted to big dudes. Uh, case in point, Derrick Henry, six three, two forty. Uh, Ramondre, I think, is like six foot or six one to twenty. Um, not exactly the same size, but we were just talking about Michael Carter, who's five seven. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much he weighs, but just I was just looking at the player it's profiles. Like I, I think. did see, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did see a couple highlights in preseason. Um, so I just I just went ahead and took my guy again. I don't need him to do anything this this season. I don't think he will. Um, he's got Damian Harris and. James White ahead of him, but um, you know he's young. I can, I can keep him on the taxi squad for the next two years if I need to. Um, we'll see what happens, but I, I liked what I saw. Just a grab and stash. All right, yeah, I like size too. That's why I grabbed uh, Javante. Anyone who can push their way through the through the goal line pile is what I'm attracted to. Um, That's what she said. Jacob went again. Hunter Henry again, a reach. Um, you know what? I made some weird picks in our second year of Dynasty. They need to stress the importance of grabbing young talent to uh to Jacob for next year. And then the big one, Castro, the one I know you liked, uh Elijah Moore went to Scott, seventh pick of the second round. Can I can I just say that we all need to show Scott the respect he deserves because of all the shit talk you got last year for <laughs> Tyler Boyd. He completely won this draft. And yes, that was an awesome pick. It's a total steal. Elijah I'm Moore. Glad he learned his lesson. This. Uh, the other two wide receivers that came out of there were DK Metcalf and AJ Brown. <laughs> so, and there's a bunch of buzz about him in the uh, camp. AJ Brown came out and bet his entire season paycheck that this guy was going to win Rookie of the Year this year, which is saying something for all the names yeah. we've gone through already. Uh, that's I know they're you know alumnus, uh, former maybe maybe former teammates. Were they at the same time? Yeah, they were. All three of them were on the field at one point. But hell, I'd like to think A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf can uh, recognize talent when they see it. And a lot of people like this guy. He's apparently a big target. 
to uh to hit for touchdowns. Uh, I agree. And big steal. Yeah, all the re- all the good reasons for the Jets, like the going, they're going in the right direction. And Zach uh, Wilson, he has an arm, like he can throw. So like, I just don't understand why you wouldn't take this guy in the first round. Like, I don't. I think that's a steal of the draft. And props to you, Scott. Like, you, not just that pick. I think your whole draft from every round was solid. I think, in my opinion, Scott won the draft. Uh, well, let's get to who won the draft. Miller, I know you have some grades. Uh, just one more pick I want to go over in the second round because I thought I was going to be able to steal him. And Granted, I had to use my second round pick on, uh, on a quarterback, the only one left in Mac Jones. But, Jose, I had my eyes. If Kyle Pitts is going to be gone, I had my eyes on Pat Fryer mute. And then that fucker scored two touchdowns in a preseason game. I was like, God, dang it, someone's going to someone's gonna like shine this guy. My eyes lit up, up when I saw up. that one. <laughs> I liked him. I liked him as a stash. He, uh, a lot of people said he would have if, – if Pitts wasn't here, he would have been the number one prospect coming out. You managed to get him with pick 21 overall. Uh, a lot of guys I would not have taken over him, Tampa Bay's defense being one of them. Uh, but you did land him. Seems like you're excited about that. Yeah, super excited. He drew uh, his player profile alone. He drew comparisons to Gronk, um, and I think he had, I think he had off season surgery or like, you know, like sometime in the this preseason. Um, and I think if it wasn't for that. Um, I'm sorry, like prior to the NFL draft, I think if it wasn't for that, I think he would have been a first round pick. Um, who knows? And he's also listed as the, the, the co-starter with, with Ebron, uh, over there in Pittsburgh. So, um, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. I'm surprised he, he was still there. Um, especially I chose Ramondre before him, but, uh, I was pretty pumped about that. Surprised Justin didn't take him with his love of tight ends. He ended up taking Amon Ross St. Brown one pick sooner. Yep. Bloody fast. Okay, I don't want to spend uh, too much more time on, on the little names. Uh, everyone else was kind of just a grab and stash. But Miller, I believe you had grades, uh, or at least titles, for, for everyone you want to share. Yeah, man. I I uh, didn't finish all my homework, so don't get mad at me. But I did come up with some teams I thought did very well in the draft, others who kind of got screwed and others I feel like kind of screwed themselves. So, um, yeah. Where'd you want to start? You want to go with the good or the bad? Uh, yeah, let's, I mean, let's start, let's start with the good. Castro already gave us uh, who he thought won the draft and I haven't gone through everyone, but I agree every single pick going down Scott's board. Solid, solid rookies with potential. I think, uh, yeah, we did give him a lot of shit for Tyler Boyd first round last year, but man, uh, most improved drafter, I think, title is, is where I might have to go for him. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's like that's probably a top three draft, I think, in my opinion. Um, yeah, and then I would say, as much as I hate to say it, uh, I like Justin's draft a lot. Getting oh. Devontae at 10 and then Rondale at 12. Um, you like Rondale? He was only one. Rondale Moore. Yeah, you got Rondale Moore there at 12, who is just going to be like this insane, amazing guy in Cliff Kingsbury's offense as long as they make it past this season, right? Because Kingsbury doesn't belong in the NFL, I don't think. <laughs> but he does have a role in that offense. Um, and so just being like the speedy guy, getting him the ball and seeing what he can do with it, and then watching like some of his highlights and stuff from Purdue and what he could do there. 
that was a good pick. Um, personally, I'm jealous. He got Tony Pollard. I was hoping that somehow that would fall to me, um, but it did not <laughs> as the Zeke owner. So, um, yeah, I like I like that draft. And then I did like his pick at Chris Herndon there because I thought, man, he's oh, probably was a good. good. But then he he he's on waivers right now. I don't know if y'all know that. He did. I, he did draft oh, him. That was weird, right? Wait a minute. Waivers aren't waivers are already processed. If he's there, yeah, he's Adam, he, he dropped him in the most recent one to where oh. it like keeps them Yeah. Look at Will there. reaching for his phone. <laughs> <laughs> that was but yeah, I mean that's a good that's a good draft. From a team building perspective, like Michelle's draft is probably my favorite because she got the tight end of the future, hopefully for her, right? She's got two quarterbacks. All her running backs are on the IR, so she's going to do bad again this year, mm-hmm. right? Which you don't need to do good, right? Mm-hmm. And then next year, have another high draft, and then bam, you're good, right? Whereas the rest of us, you know, not the rest of us, people, you know, people like Jose uh, Castro here get stuck in mediocrity <laughs> and can't move up to that next level, you know? She's not doing it at this point, so... Um, yeah, I like that. And then flipping Fields and Dobbins. I, it does make sense for you two to have Fields, but um, yeah, I thought that was a good move. Um, dude, Ward played for the, like the right now, man. Uh, he got Callaway in the second round, the number one receiver. And then Harris Campbell, like there was a ton of hype about him in the past, and he got injured, so we'll see what happens there. Um, and Tyrell Williams did very well in uh, Los Angeles and some backup roles. So that was a good here and now draft. Um, yeah. I did have some why the slides. I didn't understand why none of us picked Tyson Williams in the draft. I don't see how he made it all the way through. No one drafted him, right? No one drafted him. And Lamar had already said he was going to be the number two running back. And none of us picked him. So I don't know. Kind of crazy. Will, your draft, you just got you got screwed by where you were, man. <laughs> like, you could have been if you third. had everybody one position ahead. You'd be something really good. He yes. got screwed by Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Gave his pick away. He pick screwed three. himself. <laughs> he could have chosen. I, I, I would have me at 11. You know what? I would have taken Trey Lance, and we'd have a very different future right now. <laughs> yeah. And... I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know the people that Fawn's drafted. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Kadarius Tone, like, yeah, obviously. But I don't know the <laughs> Fawn's is a secret so. genius. You know what We you know what I heard Fawn's told for you, Miller, and you, Castro, and I guess you too, William. You all made comments about how uh, Michelle won it. Fawn's told Michelle that I took advantage of her by taking Justin Fields from her and giving her Dobbins. I mean, it it really just depends, man. It, it could go either way. Right now, you're not winning the trade, but if Justin Fields does end up being a top five and the ACL tear, like the only person I've heard that comes back from it and does like an amazing year was Adrian Peterson, and he's a freak of nature. So are the chances that J.K. Dobbins is an Adrian Peterson-like player? Maybe, but it's really unlikely. Well, that's the thing. He so he could be good. He doesn't even necessarily need to be because he doesn't get like 18 carries per game anyway. He's, he's gonna that's the other thing like workload. okay well like it, he has to be efficient though yeah. like if he's not efficient he's not going to get the workload like it could 
be a bad trade and Justin Fields could end up being a top five because of his mobility. So it could be bad. It really depends. Right now it's kind of neutral, but exactly. it's Nobody definitely going to tilt. Nobody knows. <laughs> Nobody knows. Or it could balance out. It's it's unknown is the point. So I'm glad it passed with eight to one. I still, I should have forgotten to forgotten to make it anonymous. I, I can bet it's Isaac. I'll get him to admit it later. That one veto that came through. I'll see. Uh, any other draft grades for people, Miller? I just wanted to mention um, Fonz in the last round took a guy named Marquez Stevenson, um, <laughs> who is on the IR, and he's the number three wide receiver, too. Like, not even the number three receiver, the number three wide receiver, too, <laughs> on his team. Um, and then three picks later, Warwick took the number one receiver for the Detroit Lions on the depth chart. Like three picks later. So that was interesting. I just wanted to rub that in. It's a bold move. Don't question Fonz's brilliance. I didn't win last year, so y'all can throw those trade grades out the window. So Trade grades as far as like the Zeke trade? Oh, sorry. Draft grades. Draft grades. Hey, you were this close. You want to play the the Castro Castro lands. uh, What ifs? One touchdown. I was one, one catch. <laughs> it's all Miller. Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island over here. I'll bet you did, You were out of the playoffs, and you're still like, maybe. <laughs> no, you were. Mario <laughs> told me it was mathematically impossible for you to get in the playoffs, and your answer was, well, maybe. Or we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. <laughs> William takes a little while. My favorite thing is when he's down by about 40 points with like one game to go. And he's like, he's still like checking his stats. All it's like, well, it's just accepted. You can be able to sleep a little better. He just, he's still stressing out. Fuck. I only needed six touchdowns from this guy. And he didn't get it. Uh. Um, well, hell we've gone super long. I still wanted to get into previewing the matchups, uh, keep trade cut rankings, updates, preview the Thursday night game. And then Miller send off, uh, Miller, I'll take advantage of the time while you're here instead of previewing every game. Cause we'll do that a little later on. You are in a, uh, bronze medal rematch week one, as is tradition. We have the championship match rematch each other. So I got work and Miller, you are facing off against your picture neighbor here on my screen and jose any trash talk you want to get out now while you can it's a little too early to congratulate him on his victory i did (laughs) see he is favored uh to win this matchup um you know it really in my eyes like if if melvin gordon plays a significant role i feel like it could be close otherwise i think i might be taking uh taking the the L here early season. So, congrats, Jose. Oh, there it is. Did it early. <laughs> nah, it doesn't work. I, I told you right after the schedules were released and our matchups were made, I already told you a good game. So, uh, I am not concerned here. You're not a witch like Miller. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I did it to him. Um, the championship, it was one playoff. I think it was the, the year I won. And I told you good game because you had you were running that same statement every game in the playoffs, and so I turned it around on you, and that's the one I won. So uh, I'll I'll call it. I'm not concerned, man. I think Miller took a piece of your hair while you were sleeping, dude. I'm pretty sure I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be very careful. Uh, 
can can we talk about that for a second? Uh, Miller, a lot of people didn't know you stayed. Uh, a lot of people didn't know you left when you left. And I had to tell them the next day that you did stay, kind of, but you refused to sleep in the house. You slept on my patio furniture outside. Uh, I was out there with you for about 10 minutes getting murdered by mosquitoes, and I was I was pleading with you, come indoors. There's soft things to lay on and no insects inside, no predators outside of Fonts, but he stays upstairs. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I can I can make it warm and get you a blanket, whatever the deal is. Uh, you slept on the pa- on the, on the porch, and I think left it was. Did you tell me two forty five a.m.? Yeah, man. Um, it was great. So it was very nice, temperate outside, not too humid. Um, felt great. There were some mosquitoes when you were out there. I think they they were preferred you. So. That was, <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I got a little uh, sleep in there for about an hour or so, hour and a half. Woke up and was like, oh man, I don't know if I need to sleep anymore. So I just, you know, just had to head out. Um, you know, made it. There are a ton of drunk people in Dallas at 2.40 on the roads in the morning. So just yeah. don't do that. Yeah. It was crazy. And then, uh, yeah, I, I worked my way home. Stopped at a rest stop, took a little nap. Got to the next Bucky's, took a nap there, made it home. Got here about like nine something. It was it was good. Um, but yeah, I appreciated you let me stay. I appreciated the invite to the inside. It was just, uh, <laughs> you know, I think you guys are so used to those con- like creature comforts, and it's something you kind of got to get rid of when you mentally prepare for a fantasy season like this. You need to <laughs> get back to this. So I respect that. Yeah. Step your game up, William. I like it when, like, if this call ended, we see that you're just barefoot and you just walk into your backyard saying, all right, good night. It's football season. <laughs> Dude, I didn't tell you, but my feet, like, the next day, like, I was walking around, I was like, what is that? I had just, like, red marks all over my feet from the mosquitoes. It was great. And yeah. I was like, texting Mario, hey, how come you were loving in when I was knocking? You know? <laughs> Miller's acting like a man while William's over there spooning fonts. <laughs> he was spooning me. I didn't get that right. He was <laughs> no, I forever have a picture of uh, you using fonts as a cover. <laughs> yeah, they don't sleep side by slides. They just sleep on top of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I, I will have to breeze through this one too. I did want to preview Thursday night, but we are uh, we are pushing a long time here. So, I think the only thing I really want to cover, since it's relevant, get it out before it happens. Castro, you have got Brady going against Justin, and I think you showed me a little earlier. You've been uh, tormenting him on the DMs. I definitely have. I like. I'll pull up a little bit of the feed. Should have had it ready. Sorry. But uh, yeah, uh, no reason for it. I just wanted to really nail him with them. Just a bunch oh of Brady. <laughs> he sent me a little, a couple of them, and I was just like, "Well, let's keep going." Just overpower- oh my god, there's like 15 <laughs> still going. I like the really serious looking Tom Brady ones, like where he's just staring for no reason, <laughs> like his commercial ones. Those are the best. So, so Justin is your matchup this week. Is this is this a fantasy football taunt or is it a real football? Being that Tom Brady opens up against our Cowboys, 
It's kind of both. I just want him to. I just want him to hate the fact that he's just looking at Tom Brady every day until that first game. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, we. I haven't said anything else to him. I don't even. I don't remember if I gave him a warning about it or not. But that, that's all. We, <laughs> that's all he's heard of from me. It's just Tom Brady gives. Uh, so you are starting Brady, not Burrow. Yes, I am starting Brady. Are you fool. kidding me against the Cowboys? Fool. Oh, I'm the fool. Micah cool. Parson got beat by a fullback. <laughs> every every Hard Knocks episode, someone talked trash and got beat. And I, I honestly, I saw the last episode where Diggs like got his revenge on Amari Cooper. I think that was fake. <laughs> uh, yeah, fun fact. I do remember when they showed Dak throw the touchdown to Cooper. Dak wasn't the one who threw that one into it. So they did do some clever editing at least one. So it's possible that they did it more than once. Um... Yeah, the Thursday night game obviously happens tomorrow. We're not going to do another episode before then. We'll talk about what happens in a couple days. But you've got Gronk probably starting him. Uh, Fournette. That's Fournette. Isaac, I think. Isaac. I hope he sucks. Uh, Ronald Jones (laughs) for Warwick. Uh, Warwick. Chris Godwin for Fonz. William, you have Antonio Brown. You firing him up? Hell yeah. AV going it, for yes. William. That was rhetorical. Oh, yeah. I know you don't have enough people to bench. Uh, ha, ha. Look again. Look again. <laughs> uh, Dak in his triumphant return. I don't know if he's going to start for Fonz. He probably will because he traded Justin Herbert to this guy. Uh, CD going for you, Castro. Big game for you. Yeah, I have a lot of players going. And Miller has Zeke. I assume you got him fired up. Yes, sir. Let's uh, hope for the best. I think he's due for a bounce back here. Last year was just in the toilet for the whole team. Um, Yeah, we can't go more in-depth about that one with the time. I do want to get you your customary first-time visitor outro. So here's your chance. Here's your podium. Uh, Any complaints, gripes, changes, things you want to get off your chest, or maybe potential rule changes you'd like to see in the future, here's your uh, platform for that. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. I've always been a big proponent for uh, fantasy punters. I feel like they don't get enough, uh, you know, <laughs> time in the the limelight. So, no, man. I feel like it's going fine. Uh, you know, I think adding in the PPR, adjusting some things. As long as we're keeping the buy-in where it's at, no big deal. Um, adding the flex did change my strategy. So I wasn't too happy about that, but that's okay. I got voted on. Um, and I need to listen to the last podcast about the scheduling thing. What? Uh, I'm gonna go, I'll go listen to that about refactoring the schedule for uh, the tiers. Oh, yeah, uh, we didn't get to do that. That's another thing. I'll put it on my list for next episode. Um, we we sort of teased it, being that there's three tiers now. That's how, how Jose uh, put the names in. So tier one is obviously everyone that made the playoffs, uh, the top four teams from last year, uh, myself, Jose Miller, and Warwick. And then tier two was the next four, and tier three was the next one. So the talk was going to be about maybe predicting what those tiers are going to be by the end of this year. Um, you shouldn't have to guess the tiers from last year, William. Just look at the standings. That's that's what they are. <laughs> uh, but uh, oh, I was just going to say, you and Jose, thanks, man. To commission with this group of people is probably a, a giant fun. Hurting cats, so thank you both very much. You'll do a good job. All right. 
I feel like for a few years there, you're like, you're always like trying to off yourself, whether it's going to be tanking your team or just saying like, yeah, this might be my last year in this thing. And then you come up and spend one day here on a 24 hour uh, period driving four and a half hours each way. So I can't, I can't get a read on you. Just want to know that you're happy. Yes, sir. We're going to keep it that way. All right. Well, as Jose holds up his sponsor shout out one more time, I'm sorry, William. Jesus, it's getting late. I was gonna say, how dare you <laughs> confuse confuse me with that man? We're we're over our time here. We're over ninety minutes. You should be on it. We didn't even get to half the stuff. We got some stuff to talk about on Friday, which is I think our next window for this. But um, that's all I've got. Anyone else have words for Miller? Here's the face we've been trying to get for a year now, almost. What do you got? I'm gonna block you from my cell phone and anything, any kind of communication from now on. You you ruined my championship run. That's okay. You know, one day you'll learn to accept it, and the fantasy gods will uh, turn their views on you. I guess. You know, <laughs> this is actually true. When I played you in the playoffs, I turned off my phone, I took my watch off, and I didn't look at it all day because I knew what you were gonna try and do. Hey, y'all don't tell the rest of the league about this, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to see Miller walk up. He has like a cauldron. Like, in his <laughs> uh, William? Miller, make a trade with me. Any trade. <laughs> Any trade, dude. I'll be happy. All right. This is, we'll, make a, we'll make a blockbuster. Right. <laughs> Something. This is my favorite storyline of all. The fact that Miller's like the town slut. Like, he, he trades with everyone. Except for William, and William can't figure out why he can't get some. It's like, what yeah. is wrong with me? I want some action. I want some filler time. I feel so bad, man. I'm sorry. I'll I'll look into it. No, keep holding oh, out. This is the, the right. longer it goes, the funnier it is to me. Yeah. <laughs> nah, go ahead and tease him. But just back out last minute. <laughs> Next trade is gonna we can be declined. Yeah, y'all can veto so, it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone? Any trade between you two is automatically vetoed. <laughs> just uh one thing i did want to i did want to give to miller one parting gift uh, on the one thing i was able to find on 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 you uh miller you are the winningest uh player in our fantasy league i don't know if you want to say team at 48 and 32 that's 60 percent win rate these are, are of course regular season wins um but you have the most wins in our league so and look what it, where it got me a championship a of beans man <laughs> You do have a title. It got me one. That's true. Yeah. So this is a good stat. This is almost a room full of champions, actually. Now that I look around it, we just cover this (laughs) almost. See, I still don't understand why we have this scrub on here. You haven't won a champion in half a decade. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to what you're saying. I want careful, William. You go too hard on him. He's going to win this year. He's got a stacked team. Uh, Yeah, we'll see. I All can't right, wait then. till I win two. <laughs> it won't be enough. I won the first two. You you didn't win the first. You didn't win it back to back. We'll win three now. It's never gonna end. You two are the worst. Back to back. <laughs> oh, it will end. Yeah, but he just looks more desperate every time he has to pull out an imaginary stat or something. Are these rings imaginary? Hold on, let me pull them out. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, Miller, thanks for finally coming in. Hopefully, you enjoyed yourself. Sorry we kept you a little long. Uh, but you're welcome to come back if uh, if you feel like there's something you gotta you gotta say or get off your chest. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Uh, anytime, I'm happy to join. Uh, 
probably the fifth time you invite me, I'll actually show up. That's how it goes. <laughs> yep. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, we weren't sure if we were ever going to get you back. So this, this one kind of just kept going. In fact, you're threatening the record. I think we're getting close to it. I think uh, Justin, or no, Michelle owns it for sure. Because Castro was upset about it for, for a, a full season. Mm. Uh, but yeah, finally, that's not all I got, but we'll have to continue it next time. Uh, anyone else? Anything? Save it for next time. Football's back. Football is back. Woo! How long do we have to go to beat Justin? <laughs> I can't have it. <laughs> no more. Well, no I'm more. actually going to edit right. it so that you come in at least one second underneath Justin. <laughs> I think you're close. You might have actually done it if we keep going. But All right, then. Thanks again. Thanks again, Miller, uh, for the Jose's. Uh, we'll be back in two days. We're on three days a week now. Thank you guys for getting on. And uh, we're actually done before 11. Not, not too bad. Uh, William, go ahead and get your final sign out. All right. Cheers to all our listeners. Football is back. Let's get ready. Let's get excited. Let's go. Woo! Good luck, everyone, on Thursday. Week one. Good luck. Oh. See ya. Football is life. Football is life. <laughs>